Hello, I'm Luke Anthony. Do you love hearing about the stars, careers, lives and mental health? Or Meet the Stars is a brand new podcast all about that. Join me every week from Wednesday the 2nd of December for an excellent conversation with a different star each episode. Simply go over to members.starevents.online to become a member, which gives you exclusive access to every episode and so many other brilliant features just for you. See you there. Firstly, Jason, how did you first get into comedy? I got into comedy, um, I was never a massive fan of it really I watched bits and bobs like everybody else like you know Lee Evans DVD every Christmas was a big thing in our house and stuff like that so nothing that people would say was sort of cutting edge comedy um then I was I think I don't know if you I don't know how old you are how old are you 27 27 so probably yeah used to be a thing called they think it's all over on BBC one it was like a sports panel show and there was a guy on that who was a regular called Lee Hurst who was a comedian yeah, um, I know, who I know people who know he... now because he started to be a bit controversial at times. <laughs> but at the time, he was just a really good stand on. I got given um, one of his videos when you know he used to perform at the backyard club, which he now owns, and and, it, and that was kind of my first time watching sort of what you'd see, say was sort of proper stand up as opposed to Lee Evans, who was all energy and faces and voices yeah, yeah. and stuff like that. So anyway, yeah, like I said, I hadn't been a huge comedy buff but I just I, I suppose I was kind of the funny guy in the pub with my mates and things like that and someone just said to me one day we're having a quiet day at work and he's like have you ever thought about doing it and I was like not really and I said probably yeah I'd give it a go and then he's a bit got one of those kind of can do attitudes whereas I'm just like I'd have been comfortable going yeah I probably would be amazing at that and then just never do it but he was <laughs> like let's book let's book and we'll go to London and we'll do an open mic and then by the Tuesday I think we were in this was Sunday and by the Tuesday we were in London at this place in um in King's Cross doing an open mic so um, yeah it just happened really quickly really and then I think most people will find out the minute you've been on stage you then find out whether you want to go back or not you find out when yeah, you're on there in yeah. my opinion like I've and seen, it went well, did it for you then? Oh, no, no, it was horrible, horrible. <laughs> I was terrible, absolutely terrible. I wanna, It sounds like this, I know how ludicrous this sounds, but on the way up there, I was kind of like, don't, uh, a mate of mine goes, tell us one of your jokes, and I was like, well, I haven't read any jokes. Like, I'll just go on stage and I'll just riff off the audience and I'll be amazing, they'll carry me out on their shoulders, like a star is born kind of thing. And, and he was like, all right, yeah, well, good luck with that. And then, <laughs> well, we got to this thing. It was called, it still runs now in a different venue, but it's called The Lion's Den in London. And um, it used to be in this little basement um, in this place. That, I mean, the pub looked like a riverboat, but it was on the street. It was out of grotty. And down in the basement, it was like black walls. There was like a devil painted on the wall that had, you know, boobs and stuff. It was mental. Like It looked like there'd be... <laughs> dog fights and stuff down there other nights of the week it looked crazy um it's like something out of hostel but it's <laughs> but they had this um nice little community of open mic um people that would go down there so like everyone knew each other and when we went down there there was uh i got there and they, they used to do you pull your name out of a hat so there was no running order it was just first come first serve you paid to play which meant you paid to go in whether you were performing or not um and we got there and it was the last ever gig they were having there because uh, oh, they were right. having a move venue. So it was really packed and and um, I kind of had to beg to get a spot and give them this big build. Like, I'll be, I'll be, I'm from, come all the way from Cambridge, I'm amazing. And then went on stage and it was horrible. Yeah, and no, I was terrible. Well, I got on stage and went, the way the lights were is you couldn't see any of the audience. Now, I'm not saying I would have actually had the skill set to deal with it the way I thought I would anyway, but I couldn't see anyone. So that just made it work. I made up a couple of jokes about what the room looked like and stuff like that and got a few little polite laughs and then 
Um, said some horrific stuff because I was really into like Frankie Boyle at the time and then that got a few looks <laughs> and then <laughs> I kind of just was like ah, thanks for your time and I kind of left and then I always remember I was walking I looked over and my friend Dave was stood there with his camera phone up and I was like oh god I'm going to have to hear about this at work that was awful and then another act who, I'd love to know who this guy was but uh, like looking back but when I walked off he just sort of patted me on the shoulder almost like it's going to be alright mate <laughs> and then it, it was terrible um, as if as if you've like died on your ass every I day. Ha- yeah, yeah, yeah. It was horrible. I remember being outside afterwards and there was a guy on um, who'd been on before me and he was incredible. And um, I remember talking to him and I, you know, I asked him how many gigs he'd done and he'd done like 60 in a month or something because he lived in London. So he just bounced around all yeah, the day. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that's amazing. And then he asked me how many I'd done and I said, well, that was my first one. And he said, look, I'm not going to patronize you and say your material is good, but you look really comfortable. And I thought, yeah. well, I can work that's, on everything else. Yeah, and then like 20 minutes later, I was kind of like, you know, not that they would have let me back on stage, but I was kind of like, I wanted to do it again. You are taking a show, the bad guy to the, the Cambridge Fringe Festival. What's the show about? Um, the show's bad guy is, you know, after you uh, go through breakup, it's not a sad thing at all. It's just, you know, people say you're an idiot, you know, people have a certain opinion about you when things don't go well in your life. And actually, does it, my point is I'm kind of just going to do what I want to do now. Yeah. So if that means I'm not going to be an arsehole to people for no reason, but if I think something stupid and I say it's stupid, that's because I'm not going to just. I just kind of live how I want to be. I sort of turned off that switch saying don't say that out loud, because um, I think if someone deserves to be spoken to, something they get spoken. I'm lovely to a lot of people, but if someone's an idiot with me, then I'll be an idiot back, and you know, and, and that amuses me greatly. Mm-hmm. So. I kind of, yeah, it's about, does it make you a bad person to just say what's on your mind? Or is actually, am I doing what a lot of people, a friend of mine said, you kind of live how I want to live. And I went, what do you mean? He goes, because whereas I swallow this stuff and I get halfway home and I go, I wish I'd said that. He goes, you just say it. And I'm yeah, like, yeah, yeah. yeah. I was like, well, well that's, that's more fun for me. Rather than just pretending to be someone I'm not, you know. So where can people watch that and when? It is at the Portland Arms at the Cambridge Fringe Festival on the 26th of May and my show is at 6 o'clock. If it says sold out, which hopefully it will before then, but yeah, come along anyway, I'm sure we can squeeze you in.